the marinade. There's no O in marinade. Let's try it one more time. Ready? One, <laughs> two, three. <laughs> the marinade. Marrow. Marrow. Marinade. Bone marinade. The marinade. The marinade. With Jason Earl. Welcome to the marinade with Jason Earl, a free-flowing conversation about the creative process with creative people. This is episode 34, and our guest for the second time is John Snodgrass. John was our guest way back on episode 7. It was still to this day, I think it's the silliest episode to date. It was John and Corey Brannon at the same time. If you haven't listened to that one, it's not a prerequisite before you listen to this one, but I do highly recommend that either before or after this uh, this listen that you go back and listen to that one because it was just such a fun conversation. And we do have a couple of callbacks to that conversation in this particular talk. One of those is the fact that John's emails are kind of hilarious in both composition and sort of uh, structure. So... I had a whole intro written for this episode. I typically write out what I want to say, and then, um, you know, I I go by the script, but I kind of, uh, I, I do it pretty loosely. Well, recently I emailed John to just kind of talk about some of the post-production things with the show and make sure that I was doing everything right um, by him. And when I did that, John offered to uh, kind of record a new song, so to speak. It's not really a new song. It's a cover of a song. Um, but, of course, I jumped at the opportunity. And that exchange was hilarious in itself. Um, it really speaks to just what the conversation with John is like all the time. He's such a delight. He's so smart and so funny, and I'm so grateful for his time and attention. You can find all things John Snodgrass and johnsnodgrass.com. You can find all of his wonderful records there um, or links at least to where you can buy them. His links or his uh, work with the band Drag the River, with Armchair Martian, with Scorpios, and of course his wonderful solo work and a lot of his buddy records, which we talk about during this conversation. So I just scrapped the whole intro. I'm going to let John do the talking and then we'll pick it up on the end of the conversation. Everybody, John Snodgrass. You're supposed to sit on your ass and not a stupid things. Man, that's hard to do. Cause if you don't, they'll screw you. And if you do, they'll screw you too. And I'm standing in the middle of this diamond all alone. I always play to win when it comes to skin and bone And sometimes I say things I shouldn't like And sometimes I say things I shouldn't like
And I don't remember if I talked about baseball, Warren Zevon, or Bill Lee in the interview. Uh, I know I definitely talked about things I probably will be embarrassed that I talked about. So don't let me know. I'll never listen to this. But uh, that was Bill Lee by Warren Zevon. Well, Bill Lee was a baseball player. I always identified with that song. I love it. Uh, I just never liked the line about the diamond. And then it dawned on me who Bill Lee was. Duh. I thought it might be like a seaman, a shipsman. Yeah, it's not. And the diamond is a baseball diamond. And I'm an idiot. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Jason Earl. I'm talking to my daughter. I'm like, will you hand uh, me that's one of those newspapers? Like, <laughs> it's, it's a tissue. You know? <laughs> Kleenex is actually the brand. Of them. Like, right, okay. right. All right. Thanks, sweetie. Uh, have a newspaper, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, there's this thing which I'd also I just recently learned about it. Something that Sarah Silverman says she has. And it's uh, whenever people make smacking sounds or crinkling oh, like uh-huh. a bag or whatever, there's like it bothers it. It's it bothers people are people. sensitive to it. Yeah, and they they think that there's a clinical thing behind it, but uh, I don't know. But I told my wife about it. Yeah, my wife keeps. God, I wish I knew what it was because what she says is hilarious. So it's not the I'm thing. I'm a terrible interview. I can't think of words. It's not. I can't think of my funny things. It's not the. Funny uh, after the show when I get all high. Oh well, yeah, well we can we can do that too maybe. When it's not the, not the thing where people like the, the fingernails and that. Oh yeah, stuff, that, right. It's I that think, thing. Yeah, it's but that's people. That's, and yeah, everyone's screaming at us right now who's listening to this like in the future, because they all know what the word is. Oh, yeah. and I know what you're talking about. And I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, irony. No, oh but, but people, I have such a good story to tell. Okay, later. good. No, later. But people like... What I'm talking about is something that's like almost a fetish for people. Oh. Well, that's possible. It irritates some people. Yeah. And uh, excites others, I Fuck guess. Fuck, what's it called? But I, I don't know but that... It's, it's basically like yeah, when people have like... Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. That's a thing that. that some people really like. Some people like it. Some people hate it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's picking up. I'm not listening, but I don't think it's picking up your, what you're eating. Of the show is done. Okay. <laughs> now it's about to get fucking serious. <laughs> as serious as a baseball tour. Right? How fucking great is that idea? So you're just like, dude, I want to go to spring training. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to schedule a bunch of dates in Florida? Mm-hmm. That's a brilliant idea. Um, I was going to start. I'll make sure I'm getting you. In, uh, in uh, Fort Myers today, actually. Is this working? Sound check is over. Oh, well, I mean, sound checks have <laughs> one more of these. Immediately. One more of these. Okay. Um. You want yeah, me to hold it? It'd be so much better if you'd hold it. Is All right. There we go. Thank you. Testing. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's perfect. So you schedule a baseball tour? Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. Dude. Um. So the day that the schedule came out, yeah, I mean, I was like immediately, like I went through, and I just look at, like I'll show you on my phone, show you right now. Um, I just look and I just see where all the away games are. Yeah. I'm like, okay, when do I need to go to New York? Yeah. Or when do I need to go to LA? That's or brilliant. Whatever. So I just look at those, 
and I made a uh, um, and when you post this up we can maybe do like a screenshot of yeah, some yeah, of the yeah, stuff yeah. because it goes over to my notes and uh, here we go so here's the schedule right so look at that Right? So I'm like, okay, so I guess I could be in San Francisco on uh, April 11th if I need to go to San Francisco. Oh, how about Atlanta? Should I go to Atlanta? You know, so I could just go through there. Yeah. And then I made this. I immediately make this in my notes. There it comes. It's so slow. People that are listening to this are loving this. It's just. Yeah, it's riveting. <laughs> That's something go. I want to talk about so too, look, by the way. It's just like, I just went all the way through. I love that so much. Can't you see this guy's listening? Can so, you see? Yeah, this is Can a, you see me? So what John has done is he's gone through the Colorado Rockies schedule. You just made me think about um, uh, space, not outer space. We'll talk about it in a minute. But um, so you, you went through the, the Colorado Rockies schedule. Yeah. And you basically have planned your tour around the Colorado Rockies schedule. Yeah. <laughs> so smart. Yeah. Like, because uh, I've been thinking a lot about how to – better do what i do mm-hmm. right so how to, how to build well, in how to build in money making things that also will allow me to a travel fun. b oh, yeah, yeah sure. b watch music c watch baseball for that matter for i sure. mean today to was a great that day that's awesome you know what so happened today you no. are you a t-mobile guy yeah did you get your did you get your mlb thing re-up today no what? dude are you t-mobile yeah you got to go on your fucking Tuesday thing. You get, they give T-Mobile uh, customers. See, I couldn't even think of the word customer. Anyways, <laughs> T-Mobile customers. You, T-Mobile um, you get the whole, nose rags. You get the whole <laughs> MLB app. Like with the MLB TV on it? Yes. Dude, we'll do that after. This yeah. can be a commercial for them too, a little bit. I guess. Yeah, we are. We I are. mean, I already got a free, I already got my free thing. That's amazing. It's killer. Okay. So, where were we going with this? So we were talking about how oh. you planned your you yeah. Planned I mean, dates I don't around. have like a new record out right now. Like I'm, I'll get it done. I've yeah. been lagging. So normally when you do that, I mean, you know, offers come in for this or that, and that's how I used to book shows, and I still do sometimes. Like, like I'm playing Pooza Fest, and Pooza asked me to play something. Okay, so where should I play around that? You know, like that's one way to do it. But now. It's, it's this is so brilliant. Game. So, the Pooza thing is is amazing because it's in May. When will this come out? Because I can say something. Um. Gosh, man, I've got a few. We can wait. Yeah, yeah Leave I've it got in a the few. Camp. Yeah. Okay. So here's the deal. This is funny because I haven't been able to tell the story, but okay, I can tell great. it now because we're in a time time warp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was holding a whole week at O'Brien's on a May, like in May, because I wanted to go see the the Rockies play the Red Sox, uh-huh. right? So I'm like, okay, O'Brien's, and it's this rad little 85 cat place. And I got a bunch of rad friends like Lenny Lashley and like Corey and just a bunch of different people. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do like three nights there. In, and they would have to be in the middle of the week too. It's like Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And I'm like, but we can do that. I'll have someone cool play with me every night and we go to baseball games. What, what the hell happens? I knew this thing was about to happen. But then... My friend Frank Turner <laughs> announces it's the same time, except he's playing the House of Blues, you know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, 2,000 yeah. people a night. Yeah. So he just like demolishes like what my idea was. I'm like, so I send him a message immediately. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. 
And he's like, I totally want you to play. I was going to ask you. I'm like, okay, that's that's great. I love it. But like, I wanted to do my little. Yeah, and your yeah. Your place is across the street from the baseball field. Everything's <laughs> crazy. We couldn't get the scheduling worked out because I'm um, perfectly because um, I had to go to Pusa too, right? Uh, so uh-huh. so this ties into Pusa. And I'm like, hey man, I'm just going to have to play on Wednesday. But do you want to go to the baseball game with me? And you think you got to set up uh, the place you're playing is across the street from where I want to go. And he goes, okay. Uh, but how about I open for you on Wednesday? So, surprise, Frank Turner. Frank Turner's going to open for you on Wednesday? Well, he's playing with me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that's not announced, and then we'll never be announced. But surprise, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> um, but also, they haven't finalized the last Sunday, but I'm coming back and I'm playing uh, the Lost Evenings Fest. That's too. so dope. I haven't announced that either. Wait, so when? So I'm announcing two things I'm doing in May. So right ha- now. Okay. But they happened because it just yeah. released it. But I'll tell you maybe when to put it out. Yeah, I was going to say, let me make sure yeah. because I can. I have a lot of flexibility. I actually I have like five episodes in the but can I like right now. I like doing things in the future. I wrote this song <laughs> in, in the future called uh, The Sequel. Mm-hmm. I'll play it tonight maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know that song that Dragon River does called Me and Joe Drove Out to California? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So the same Joe... Um, I was booking a tour to go meet up with Northcote, and this was the beginning of me wanting to do baseball stuff, uh-huh. and I was wanting to go see the Rockies up up north, but the idea was I was going to play in Seattle, and Joe Young was living there again. He uh-huh. moved back, and he was going to pick me up, and the whole song is about him picking me up at the airport, and we're going to take the ferry to Vancouver Island <laughs> and all this shit. And then he ended up moving to Colorado and totally screwed up my whole song. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't write songs in the future. So I shouldn't be talking about this thing with Frank. There's, there's going to be no Frank Turner. Every, I, nothing is happening now. I'm not playing the lost You fucked Frank. everything up. I probably yeah. have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's funny because I've kept it like silent. Yeah, like, yeah. I haven't told anybody. You know? yeah. I'm just telling you right now on That's a good. broadcast. On a broadcast, yeah. This is, it's, it's cool that I'm live streaming this, right? I'm just <laughs> No, it's fine though. I mean, because his his thing is sold out. Obviously, yeah. um, they just wanted on the part of me playing his thing. They just wanted to get the whole uh, uh, the whole li- bill. List. Yeah, I got you. No, I'll fill in. I'll fill in. Uh, oh, line up, Bill. Yeah, e- either one would work. Look what I, I just got down the street. I got one of these. Have you ever seen one of these? I don't have a clue what that is. Oh, uh, you open it up, uh-huh. and then you put the stuff right inside of it. Oh. Yeah. Where'd you get that? Uh, down on the corner. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, man. It's good to be wandering around here on the corner. Uh, so anyways, yeah. So, yeah, so March. Yeah, Florida. Doing that. Uh, April, next month, I'm going, and I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to see, uh, uh, Padres game in San Diego. Awesome. I'm going to see a San Francisco Giants game. Yeah, and then the Boston thing. Oh, and I'm I'm gonna go over and play with a homeless gospel choir. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I cool. I want to see a Pirates game in in Pittsburgh. Cool. It's super fun. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah. How many ballparks have you been to? Do you uh, know? I don't know. I feel like I, I've been to probably a third of them. Okay. I haven't really counted. A third of the current ones. Yeah. Yeah. I'll count them after we do this. I yeah. feel like I've done a lot of downtime. They don't want to like listen to me counting on my fingers. <laughs> I do have this magic. This is me like 
I have a magical <laughs> computer box that I can edit out some of this of <laughs> and speed it up I and know, slow it down. I just like to keep. It, I can put. I can I project like it into it the future, John. Okay, okay, I get it. <laughs> um, but I do think that's amazing. Like I, I love that idea, and I also kind of wonder, like, what took you so long to think of that, the baseball tour? Huh? I wonder why that didn't happen before. I, I mean, think now that I've been doing it, I mean, I've heard the other bands. I've done it. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, a unique idea. Like, uh, there's a band called The Baseball Project. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar. Um, yeah. And then who else did I hear did it? Uh, I don't know. What is it? But it's super fun. Like, when you brought it up, I mean, I kind of got in, not that I'm in a bad mood, but, you know, I've been traveling. Sure. You know, I'm tired. tired. But it puts me in a good mood. Yeah, thinking yeah. Thinking about it. And uh, even when I'm on the phone... I've had three or four different people like when I talk about stuff, you know, and we talk about then how the game's going to get involved, and they're like, "Your whole attitude just changed." Yeah. I mean, we're on the phone, but it just sounds like the sun just came up. Dude. I remember my parents <laughs> saying to me one time, I was talking about like my, I was young, pretty young, talking about like my next steps. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking dope. I love that. Um, and I was, I, I was talking about like, what I was going to do with my life or whatever. And you know, I grew up playing ball, and I coached for a while at the high school level and I started talking about one of my coaching experiences and my parents were like do you hear the difference in your voice yeah. when you start talking about baseball yeah. versus when you're talking about all that other shit you were just talking about because yeah. there's just something about the game and it is an interesting thing about songwriters too I talked to Micah Schnabel about this huh. how like yeah he's a baseball guy he's a huge baseball guy he played yeah yeah and and Isbell's a baseball guy. Mm -hmm. Will Johnson. I could do this all day, right? Yeah. These great songwriters mm -hmm. that are baseball guys. And so Steve Earle's kid. Steve Earle's. Yeah, yeah. Justin. Yeah, Justin yeah. Towns Earle. Yeah. Um, but what is that? Why? What is the appeal? You think? I mean, I get what the appeal of baseball is, but why is it that so many songwriters, specifically? It's not like there's a whole bunch of songwriters who are huge NFL fans. I mean, I guess there might be, but not the same thing, right? Yeah, that's. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Though? I, I know. Again, I have nothing negative to say about anything. I just, I'm not really a football guy. Never yeah, no, I'm, and I'm not talking and shit base, about football. And I love baseball. Football. It's funny because when I talk to friends of mine that don't care about it, they're like, "Yeah, I don't like sports." I'm like, "I don't either." I don't huh. like baseball. You like baseball. Um, I made a comment once to, uh, and when I'm down in Florida, actually, I always think about Christopher Waller. You know, uh -huh. he's, he's one of my good buds. Yeah, but. I made a comment once. Waller from uh, Hot Water Music. Yeah. yeah. I made a comment once. Uh, we were describing something, and I was like, I don't know. I can't even think about what the conversation was. But my reply was, I don't know about that. I'm a baseball guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, did an actual spit take. I'm like, it's true. I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a way of thinking about things, I think. And it is sports and it's competition, but, like, I don't really like competition. I mean, it's been said many times before. I mean, a 500 ball club, you're doing good. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, and what people always talk about, you know, 30% of the time you get a hit. That's good. You're a super, you know superstar. I mean? Yeah, 30%. Yeah. I'm a 30%. Yeah. You know? I mean, I give it 100%. But it doesn't always come out, of it, you know. <laughs> and then I yeah. also say this: I've been saying this recently. I like to talk about uh, practicing my ad libs. 
you heard me talk about that. No, nope. so I can't wait for this though. <laughs> no, but one of the ad libs I've been like, I just have ideas. I try to hone them down. But one of the things I love about <laughs> baseball too, though, you know, going to the park. I mean, just seeing the grass, it just feels awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know that song? Uh, I think it's it's a Lemonhead song about I lied about being the outdoor type. It's about this guy, and he's like singing to this girl. He's like, I lied about being the outdoor type. Uh-huh. And it's about like, I can't build a tent, can't do it. You know, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I feel like he talked this girl maybe into, I've only heard the song like twice. Yeah. It's a good song. I just don't have the record. But I love the idea of it. I think, you know, he like talks this girl into, you know, doing stuff, and they go to a creek. Like, he's just totally out of his element, like, yeah, not yeah, into yeah. it at all. Um, so think of that idea. And, I love baseball so much because it's outside, right? Right. But it's kind of inside, too. Oh. <laughs> it's kind of inside. inside baseball. <laughs> I mean, but you know what I mean? Oh, man. Uh, not totally. Elaborate. <laughs> what do you mean well, it's inside? Well, there's, like, seats. And <laughs> You can go get a hot dog and go to the bathroom. Uh, okay. You can right. go to the baseball park. Okay, I yeah, yeah. The, oh, I love going oh, to baseball. Yes, game. yes, yes, yes. And you the, feel like, and you see, and just seeing the color of the grass and just smelling. Well, it, I mean, awesome. I asked, but I also like going to the actual park and playing baseball with my kid too. Sure. But I think it's funny to say I love baseball because you, you get outside, <laughs> but it's kind of like you're inside too. <laughs> Well, so it's like the outdoor yeah. type kind of, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's <laughs> let's just relax a little bit on how much I really love it. I ain't playing no fucking baseball. But I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. like playing with my kids. Though. Well, and so, but that wait, the fact that it's it's inside too, right? Has is 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 inherent in the question that I asked earlier okay. oh, about how many. Okay. Well, the, the question oh, yeah. about how many ballparks you've been to. Oh, right, right. Because right. I wouldn't have asked you. So, John, tell me about how many basketball stadiums oh, you've sure. been to, right? Like, no yeah. one ever says how many arenas have you been right. to. There's some because all the all the parks are so unique. They're all so unique, and I'm that's go- part of what makes the game so unique. Yeah, I'll be in Boston. Like I'll be there. I've got to do a tour of Fenway. Oh, and in June I'm going to Wrigley. Uh huh. Um, Have you been before? No. You've never so, been to Wrigley. I've never been to those two places. You've been to Fenway at Wrigley? Oh, uh-huh. dude. Yeah. Those two. I'm stoked. Oh my god! I paid like two hundred dollars for a standing room only ticket at Fenway. I was like, I don't care. Just get me in there. Oh. You know, just let me get in the fucking building and walk oh. around. I barely watched the game. I was just walking around. I remember Alex Rios uh, for the uh, Blue Jays. That was that one year he had like he hit like forty home runs or something crazy, and he went like four for four, and they just crushed the Red Sox. And it was just, but the environment, the atmosphere was just so. I'm so excited. So cool. And then Wrigley is. Otherworldly. I can't believe you've never been to those. I've two. been across. This, I mean, I've been in both of those places, but never when there's like a game. Yeah, like, I've yeah. been able to like go in and like check them out. Yeah. Um, this one friend of mine, he's got a because the House of Blues is right across the street mm. in Boston. In Boston. And there's a guy I know, and uh, his buddy works at the park, and he's got one like a key that just in the wall. <laughs> you just go in the wall. No way. Yeah. And we you shouldn't did that be before? saying this. Or? I've never done that, but oh. I've been told about 
that. Oh my gosh, the future. This is again a thing that's going to happen to you in the future, I think. Yeah. Maybe. By now, I mean, yeah, I got to do it. By it was time, yeah. <laughs> He's Frank, uh, he and Frank Turner have yeah. gone on a world we, tour. We, we're definitely going to edit that out because I don't want to jinx that. Okay. I do want right, to do right. it. Like, that's kind of why I was saying, my friend. <laughs> when Jason showed up, this is my friend. What was the pineapple thing? So off mic, folks who are listening to this now, I'm wearing a Steve Canyon Rangers hat. Right. And it does sort of resemble a pineapple, I Yeah, suppose. it's got the, what do you call it? It's like a cross hatch. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. It's like the diamond shape, like the way the threads go. It has the squares, but but it's askew. So yeah. It, so like it looks a, like diamonds, right? Yeah, like a um, headboard from the So diamonds. we're with uh, our friend Jason Guy Smiley. He's mm-hmm. playing tonight, Jason Thompson, and he lives in Gainesville. And he's known. Do you know Jason? I don't know. Oh, at all, see, no. I was like, uh-huh. I tried to introduce you. I'm like, this is my friend. Yeah. But for anyone that knows Jason, okay. So I'm looking up at your hat as I'm about to introduce him. But Jason had just showed me his new guitar strap that has pineapple shit on it, uh-huh. and he gets pineapple stuff all the time because <laughs> he has this whole pineapple bit where, like, at his shows. He's stopped now because it's just too exhausting. Yeah. But he would bring pineapples and we'd core them out and make drinks out of them. And everyone would drink out of pineapples and it was like a thing. Shut and they do it at up. fest like every year there's like a pineapple party and like oh, so I it's a thing. So about that too. So as I'm looking at you, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I I thought it was a good idea to do the red eye flight last night. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, it was great for the day and uh-huh. all that. But as it kind of went on, I'm like, ugh. This kind of fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It always so, seems like a good idea. Yeah, so I feel a little You're hazy. It. <clears throat> a little hazy days of winter, you know? You seem sharp as Do a I? tack. <laughs> so not. You just seem like Dude, I listened to that interview with uh, me and Corey yeah. that you did. Like, I think he was being mean to me. Corey was? Yeah. He was being... No. I don't know. I think man. I was saying dumb stuff, and we were... He wasn't really being we were, mean. We were having no, no. fun. We were having super fun. Yeah. But, like... I feel like it translated for people that don't know us very well. I don't think he was being mean. That's not what I meant to say. I meant to say, though, I bet I feel like it maybe translated to people hearing it. They're like, huh. I'm like, no, that was kind of a I bit. I think you're overthinking That was like a bit. I, I do was. want for people who are listening to this in the future oh, to go back and listen to, to go back to listen to that, that one. Because it was super fun and it was a great episode. And I wonder whether they. But a lot of. I mean, a lot of folks who are listening to this uh, will have already listened to that. Sure. So that will be interesting to hear their feedback because we interact a lot. The fans of the show and I interact a lot on social media and so forth. Right. So it'd be interesting to see as soon as y'all hear this. Yeah, I'm not saying that he was being one. That's not what I was trying to say. But I was right, saying. Right, right. Well, you guys we, are good friends. We kind of, we're to- yeah, but when we're on stage, I mean, we almost have, it's heightened, you know, characters yeah. of who we are. So we like, sure. we overdo it. And I think we were kind of overdoing it. It was so there. much fun. It man. was fun. It's still the silliest one. It's still, I just I just recorded one with Abby Owens. Do you know who I like Abby? Silly you know stuff. Abby? Why you gotta be serious? No, all seriously. The time? And, that, and I get I get. I'll say some serious stuff. Right. That's it's what I'm coming. Saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna bring up Bob Mulder in a second. We're gonna. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna see. Okay. Get real serious. Okay. okay. Deep in your core. It's actually a. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I do get accused sometimes fairly of being too serious and i don't think of myself that way at Mm. all it's just that i am a pretty thoughtful person and i mean i guess sometimes that comes across as being really serious no you seem easy going to me good i'm glad absolutely 
But yeah, that and I got serious pals too. I I like, but I like to, uh, I like to try and break them down. You know, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know what I mean. Is there anybody in particular that you? Like There's to? this lady, <laughs> uh, that my because my wife owns a bar back uh-huh. home uh-huh. and I book it. Uh-huh. And uh, there's a lady that she wears many hats. They say, um, and she does, you know, works for like with the liquor licensing. Uh-huh. She also does a uh, bunch of other stuff by the city I've never had to deal with. But she'll also do your passports. And like I've had to like get my passport late, you know, Expedited. like like I got it on seriously. It was like Christmas Eve or something once, and she's just. She's already a no-nonsense type of person, kind of yeah. like that English teacher that just suffers yeah, yeah, zero yeah. fools, you know. Yeah, and yeah, I'm just yeah. coming like, hey. And uh, uh, I, I'm not gonna say people aren't like scared of her, but they they're intimidated and they try not to mess with her. But I like to, I take it far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. And it's fine with her. I like her. Who uh, uh, Munley? You know Munley from uh-uh. uh, Slim Cessna's Auto Club? No. He's a stoic type of figure. <laughs> <laughs> There's a word. You try to get it there. Yeah, I'm trying to get some words in there. Yeah. Uh, get him off his game, though. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, if you can make him smile, then you're stoked. Yeah. Yeah. I like to do that. Well, speaking of serious, so you you got to open for Bob Mould, or you played with him, or like what was that whole story? I'm was so stoked for you when I saw that. Yeah, I played with Bob Mould. He's my. Uh, yeah, he's pretty much my favorite. My whole life of playing music, I've tried to go out of my way to try to not let those influences come come through, but they do, uh, and I let them come through. Uh, sure, you know what I mean. <laughs> but then, and I've been told like, no, dude, it's been so long. You do what you do, and it's fine, and whatever. I don't really worry about it. But we sing in the same range and <laughs> like a yeah. loud guitar, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, it was very nervous. I was very nervous. Really? Yeah. You've been doing this a long time and to play with a lot of amazing people. Mm-hmm. I think I did fine, though. Okay. I was told I did good. I was nervous, and then I was, uh, it was good. No, it went good. Yeah. But it's good to be nervous. You're supposed to be nervous. Sure, sure, sure. But I'm pretty comfortable most of the time. But, yeah, I was nervous. I was nervous. Like, I, uh, I met him several times like yeah. a long time like when i was in high school and uh-huh. um didn't meet him on the black sheets of rain tour but i met him after that when he was doing a bunch of uh solo acoustic stuff me and little chad chad uh, rex uh-huh. him a lot. we would go and see him a lot and he actually would literally say things like he's like i'm basically playing for you guys like these new songs you know so and he would talk to about them after the show and wow and like a year later he'd be like is there anything you guys want to hear and i remember little chad i couldn't remember the name of it but little chad was like play that song the act we act he's like i'll see if i can remember it i'll go back to the hotel and work on it and he told us he was going down to athens to record some music and then nine months later or a year later like that's the opening track on the thing and how was cool like, Badass. either he was messing with this that he didn't remember it you know or yeah or like it's a good thing he remembered it because that's a good song. Yeah, and how, you know? man, how cool. Yeah, I, but, uh, I don't think he was. Yeah, but I was like, I wasn't 18, or no, I was 18. I couldn't get in. We went up to Omaha, and, like, he asked, like, like we saw him so much uh, that we went up to Omaha, and he's like, how come you're not going to the Lawrence show? Because he knew that we lived in St. Joe. And uh, I'm like, we can't get in there because we're not quite old enough to get into that. And he put us on the, the William S. Burroughs ticket. The what? 
know William S. Burroughs, the, uh-huh. the writer? Yeah. So he lived in Lawrence. So he just added our names to like William S. Burroughs' like party. That is so cool. Yeah, so I met him a lot and had a lot of good stuff. And uh, I didn't talk to him at all uh, at the show. Uh-huh. Yeah. When you, wait. There's kind of a story I'll tell you. Well, no, I'll just say it. I mean, yeah. uh, I found out later from a friend of mine in San Diego, and I was like, dude, such a bummer. But, like, the club told me, like, Bob knew I was such a big fan, and, and they said, like, you probably should just leave him alone. I'm like, really? I'm like, okay. That kind of hurt my feelings. And I sent a text to my friend who is uh, one of my best friends who got me signed to Headhunters, and uh, mm-hmm. he knows Bob and all those guys. And a bunch of people that knows all those guys, like, are you guys hanging out? Are you having fun? And I'm like, no, nah, I don't know. I told I wasn't supposed to bother. Like, I'm about to cry. Like, yeah. this is where we're getting serious. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, my buddy in San Diego was like, yeah, he never said that. No one said that. They bullshitted you. He's like, he's never said that to anybody. He would never would have said that. And they didn't even know you were playing. Yeah. That's fucked up. It's pretty fucked up, actually. That really bums me out, man. Bums me out, too. Yeah. Baseball. I love it. Love baseball. <laughs> I had a baseball button for No, because I wanted them to give, because uh, they were playing the Casbah the next night. This is the sad part. This is the part that'll make you cry. Because yeah. I had in my hand, I had a, uh, a San Diego Padres, like a classic Snodgrass button. Like I made different colors of oh, all these. Uh-huh. So I had a San Diego oh, cool. Padres one for a friend of mine in San Diego. And then Tim Mays, who owns the Casbah, who's hosting Bob Mould that night, I had a, a Dodgers one for yeah. him because that was his favorite team. And I never got a chance to give it to the dude. Fucking hey, man. I feel bad I'm telling that. Because it's like I'm calling somebody out, but yes, the guy that said that to me was. Uh, well, we can out, yeah. I mean, if you, of, I don't if, really talk negative stuff, but yeah, like that, well, that uh, that's kind of fucked. If you know, if you, ah, you can post it. I, don't I was gonna say, if a month from now you're like, ah, then I can always edit it, but I don't care. Man, it's fine. But it was a little heartbreaking. Yeah. Because we've met, we've met so many times, and yeah. we talked about a lot of stuff, and like. When I read his book, I knew that that was a really hard time in his life uh, when uh, we saw him a lot. And he was, like, really lonely and sad. And he'd seemed like that. And right. we were huge fans of his and nervous to meet him. But then we also felt like, ah, this guy kind of needs a friend. Like, that's mm. kind of how we thought about wow, it. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah. Like, the so idea. I kind of, I mean, I wasn't going to remind him, like, remember when you were sad? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we had some good, we had some good hang sessions. I learned a lot from him, like. Uh, I was like, you always have this mic or this. There was, I think it was the specific mic. And I'd asked him if he carried it. And, I mean, this is just stupid technical stuff, but I mean, so I won't go deep into that, but he was just talking about. Well, it, can like you go ri- a little bit deep and then. Well, like, like writer stuff, you know, like like I learned how like a club, certain things that they need to provide, you know, for you to do the show. You right. Know? And like, oh, so sometimes this is on the club to do it or you. What do you carry with you when you go on tour? You know, yeah. I, mean, I was like 17. Right. Hadn't been anywhere. Yeah. And then when he was, we realized, okay, he's in his 30s. And I remember being like, okay, this could be a fun thing to do when I'm in my 30s. And uh, 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 uh. so we never, never really had a plan B. Like that was, that was just like, okay, this is what I'll do. Really? Yeah. He was the first guy I ever saw. I mean, I'm playing acoustic tonight. Like I always knew I like the 
I play rock and I play acoustic. Yeah. And uh, I like doing them both. But I like to just go out with the acoustic guitar a lot. And it's for, it was from seeing him doing it, for, for sure. Because like, it can be powerful, you know? Oh, for sure. And I think that's what's so impressive to me about... It's the song. If yeah. the song doesn't yeah. sound good yeah. on an acoustic guitar, so I'm playing it, it might be jazz. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but it might be something, you know, like... Uh, that's not totally true, but if, if it's a song... It's got to sound good on an acoustic guitar, in my opinion. Huh. Um, there's rock and roll songs and, like, weird shit, and, like, Drive Like Jay, who kind of, like, I love that kind of stuff. But yeah. I like someone to sing me a song. Those are the kind of songs I like. I've been thinking about that a lot recently because I've, I've been playing out, and I've never done that before. Hmm. Right? So, like, it's always been private therapy for me. I like to write songs. I like to play my guitar. I'm not very good at it, but I right. enjoy it. I'm a, I can write. <clears throat> I'm not great at, <clears throat> excuse me, playing guitar, and I've hardly ever played with other people. So I've been just playing open mics, and I'm so interested in what the song, because a couple of them I like, a couple of my tunes I really like. I'm so interested in what the song would sound like as a band, uh-huh. but I'm also kind of nervous about what that would, not that that's imminent, it's not like I have a band lined up, yeah. but I'm also kind of nervous about what that would do to the song uh-huh. if I was letting go well, it just depends on who you play with. I mean, I always say to people, different people that play with me, like, I don't ever want them to try to play it like what what they heard on a record, you know? Like, do the thing that you do, because you're my friend, I want, and I like the way you play, so we're obviously playing together. So even in Drag the River, there's certain drummers that are more of a rock drummer or more of a country kind of drummer, and then we kind of play more rock or more this or that. We mix it all up. But then... Uh, um, well, that's that. This is a good, another future. Cool. Uh, yeah. The, so I played with uh, these guys in Minneapolis. Uh-huh. Um, actually, right before I did the Bob Mould thing. Uh, that's and interesting. Like, it, it, it was. Yeah. All those guys were so stoked. Yeah. They would cry if they heard the story I just told them. Oh, wow. Yeah. The people that know, there's a lot of mutual friends and stuff, you know, but anyhow. Yeah. It's fine. Um so Paul Rucker, you know Paul Rucker, and he was an armchair Martian. Oh, okay. And so he played in Drag the River, uh-huh. and then Dave was the last drummer for, for Drag the River. Uh-huh. And I love the way they both play, and I love the way they both play certain songs. Um, and so, and sometimes I prefer one over the other for different songs. You yeah. know, and I've uh-huh. always been like, I wish I just kind of had, if they could kind of meld them together. Yeah. And this dude that I played with in Minneapolis. Uh-huh. It's awesome. Him and, and his buddy that plays bass, and they've been playing together for 25 years. Cool. Uh, they play with a bunch of rad people like Sam I Am and like like, bass and like a bunch uh-huh. of legit rock bands. Yeah. But uh, they liked all these old songs of mine, and it sounded like the CD. Ah. <laughs> like we did some so- It was so fun. <laughs> That's was, really cool. But I was talking to him about that with Paul and Dave, and he was asking me, like, they, he'd learn a couple songs, and I was fine with it, but I was just sort of like, what in the actual fuck are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah. like, well, that's how this goes. I'm like, what? And he, like, pulls up his phone, and I'm like, huh. So he's pulling up your song. I guess that's how we did it in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> and but he knows how your song goes. Yeah, but that's how he hears it. But I, yeah. I didn't hear that. Or he has some weird uh, He's like, this is uh-huh. like, huh. I haven't heard that since the day that was recorded. You know, cool. like that song has evolved into this now. I like this idea. Let's go back there. And he kind of, uh, but anyways, he's kind of like in between 
Paul and Dave. That's I'm wild, not man. even kidding. And he's kind of a whip cracker. Oh, like, wow. Like, I was like, no, I kind of rearranged it, and I play it like this now. He's like, no, nah, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> I thought you wanted what? He's like, nah, dude. That's lame the way you're doing it. <laughs> like, what? That guy. That's wonderful. It's, That's it, probably really healthy for you. It is wonderful. It's very healthy for me. I loved it. Uh, yeah. That's I, great. No, I loved it. He's a super good drummer, and it was just amazing. Because, like, who cares? Like, just try new sh- stuff. But but then it's the thing I did before. You know, I mean, it, I don't know. Were you just great. playing a couple shows with him? or like Yeah, we did two gonna... shows. I got invited just to come up and uh, uh, do this house thing uh-huh. for this guy and uh really good guy and yeah. cool he has cool bands and cool people come up and just little exclusive little thing and uh i was like can i play in mankato too with these friends of mine because every time I've, I've played in minneapolis the last couple of times i'll go and play in mankato mm-hmm. with, with these guys as uh, other band and he's like absolutely so i contacted them and ask if their band wanted to play and then they're like can we back you up on a couple i'm like okay you know and it was awesome yeah and i think i got a new rock and roll band yeah is what i'm saying that future future stories (laughs) (laughs) yeah like future future because i'm finishing this record with stefan i think i've done like three songs with him and i did two other songs in new jersey Uh uh, in new brunswick which was another thing i wanted to talk to john worster uh-huh. I love him for his comedy He's and his so drumming. funny. And that Jason, oh, dude, yeah. Jason might even be funnier than John. Like, John's Instagram where he ha- posts his new worst friends. Oh, my gosh. So good. It's so funny. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, I'm, right? Of course. Yeah, I'm yeah, a fan yeah. of all yeah. that stuff. They're, they're amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But after all that drama, see, I don't really have drama. And I feel uh-huh. bad about all that, but the drama thing. And my, and my buddy told me, he's like, no, dude, that is not the case at all. You're overthinking it, and, yeah. like, and that is not <laughs> what it was. I'm like, huh? And then just strangely, like I took like Facebook off my phone, uh, you know, like uh-huh. I have it so I can help my wife's bar and clubs and stuff. Sure. Um, and then do like events, like you know, for this and like yeah. and, like let people know about shows and stuff. Yeah. But um, something popped up, and I was actually tied in with Worcester's inside. Yeah. With uh, with Worcester's uh, Facebook thing, I'm like, huh? And I had room for a friend, and I go, and like he accepted my. Ah, uh, <laughs> that <was> feels good. <laughs> it felt good because it had to be like right after like my buddy's like, dude, Snodgrass is bummed. Uh, it, you know, like yeah, like yeah, it, it yeah, was yeah. within that day. Right, right, So he right. was like, huh, that makes me. Funny. Oh, it's funny like how we, that little thing like that house. goes so yeah. far. I could, I'll, I'll show you a couple texts from a couple friends, and and they're like, what? Yeah. But by that time, I was like, I'm bummed. And yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I don't know if it's the same thing. I, Cause I do get, I overthink everything. Yeah. And I definitely get in my own head about social interactions. Mm. And I've gotten way better about it because I've been in therapy for two years now mm. or whatever. No, that's not true. A year and a half for my anxiety. Cause I recognize that I had generalized anxiety. I don't outwardly look like a nervous person, but there's all this stuff that manifests and comes mm. out in negative ways and that kind of thing. So I started working on that, and it's made a huge difference. Mm. Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't still overthink interactions I had in the past. Like, I'll I'll overthink oh. that conversation. Oh, Sometimes it'll be, like, months later. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck did I say? 
months, years. There's, dude, there's things I always call it like I'm in the shower. Yeah. Or we're just walking down the street. I'm like, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's funny bringing up the Facebook thing, too. Like, like I said, like I got rid of that. I don't really use it, but there have been a couple people. Yeah, they'll find you and they talk about it. And I felt like I was like making amends for a couple different things. Yeah. Those like no, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about, dude. I'm like, yep. oh, no, like, no, no, you're nothing but cool. I'm like, yeah, okay. Just building, and then you right. build it, and it's, unless you get it out, because that's my build. worst fear is to is to be a dick, right? Like I'm cutting you off right now. I'm super sorry, but we're, yeah, I'm wanting to get to my, my and I don't give my, a fuck. The word I never can remember, which I think started seizing. Let me think. What is it? It is. Oh God, damn it! It's uh. Inconsiderate. <laughs> no, that's it. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't. I always, you know how like you can't please everyone sure. all the time. It's like that. Like I used to like really try to be considerate of everyone around me. Yeah. And you know, you go on tour and you're the guy that's playing music and driving a lot, and then advancing the shows and uh-huh. settling, and having to do it all. And sometimes you don't consider every little thing. Yep. And man, if I upset you or hurt someone's feelings i did not i did not mean to not come back with the uh with a gatorade for you i know you yeah. love blue gatorade too <laughs> you know yeah. everyone go, you know yeah, and like, fuck. Like, so yeah i'm inconsiderate sometimes but the well, connotation of that word word is is can be negative and it, it just means i just didn't consider something right and, and <clears throat> also sometimes it's not that right and sometimes it's not that you're being a dick at all it's just that the circumstances don't allow for you to be as considerate as maybe someone else needs a yeah. right or b that you normally would want to be right. like yesterday i was talking to a guy i emceed a music festival and right. interviewed people while i, I was doing it, it. <laughs> it just says not a good time for a drug deal. Okay. Just remind me about that. Okay. <laughs> That's All right. some funny All stuff right there. Okay. Uh, and this guy that I know, you know, good dude, he stopped me at this festival. So I'm emceeing the main stage. I'm interviewing bands. I'm also trying to take in music, writing a little bit. Like, it's just, I'm busy, you know? And I was having a blast or whatever. And he stops me and he has this, he like has this thing he really wants to talk to me about. But like, dude, I got a band to go on. Uh, uh, you know, I got to go do this thing. And then I got to get over here and do this. And I was like, man, I, hey, I want to hear all about this. This sounds great, but I got to go do this thing. And I talked to him about it yesterday. He brought it up. And I was like, yeah, you know, I definitely want to hear more about that. Now I have time. Tell me about it. He's like, yeah, you were, you were kind of dismissive <laughs> like the other day. And I was like, I'm sorry, man. I don't know. I was at work. Yeah, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, Wow. Did you see the walkie-talkie? Yeah. I had two. I had the one on my shirt. And I had the other I had lanyards. I had lanyards all over. Placards. Yeah. Little. Okay. Anyway, so uh, this thing, good time This for thing is we're, uh, we're very late. And we're playing in Chicago, and um, we're driving that big. Uh, did you ever see Dragon River when we drove that big? The Descendants got these two big diesel trucks, uh-huh. like Penske kind of moving trucks. Yeah. And we used to use one all the time. Okay. And you didn't have to have a special driver's license for it, but it was big. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to park it, and there's just traffic on this street, but I need to pull forward and get into our spot so that means i kind of had to go into traffic just a little bit on like chicago avenue mm-hmm. or what western or one of those streets but kind of a busy street yeah 
And as I'm doing it, the door opens up. And one of the guys in the band is like, hey, dude, do you have the weed? I'm like, what? I do have, I'm like, there's like a cop, you know? This is like 2000, you know, yeah, or yeah, 2005, yeah. I don't know. And, and not that the cop would have cared, but I mean, like, I'm trying to do something super sketchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just called not a good time for a drug deal, dude. <laughs> and he was so upset and sulking all day. And I feel bad. Like, I mean, maybe I snapped. No, that's a very reason, John. That's a very there was reasonable sweat response. Coming off the brow. Yeah, because especially like let's not get arrested. The week right before, I knocked this. over a uh, what's the water spout thing that dogs pee on? Oh, fire hydrant. Oh. <laughs> I knocked over a fire hydrant and tore off the awning at the auto bar in Baltimore, <laughs> trying to do the same kind of funky dunky shit. <laughs> While like some band member is like really doing a line off the side view mirror, there was no, no, none of that was going on. I'm just saying I had already done some damage yeah, yeah, <laughs> in yeah, this yeah, large yeah, vehicle, yeah, yeah. so I was trying to get it done and just relax. Well, and then you get in if you've already wrecked. And it, I didn't actually. I don't want to lie. I didn't actually break. What's that thing called? Fire, Fire hydrant. hydrant. The water didn't come out and stuff. Oh, yeah. But I'm told though that it bent like a double jointed <laughs> finger, you know, type of situation. Like it was funky. But I did rip off the awning and slept in the club that night upstairs because they have like this hidden door and then there's like an office up there and there's kind of a nice, you know, place to sleep. Sure. And we slept up there. JJ fell asleep in the other bar, freaked out. All the lights were out, finds his way out and sets the alarm off. Yeah, yeah. And the fire department came too, again. <laughs> with our truck you know against I mean? the fire hydrant no the truck had been moved but i had scuff marks on it that yeah. lined up with the scuff marks on the fire hydrant and had a little bit of the awning fabric you know thing, yeah, yeah, like yeah. still around dogs the, are peeing on the truck now yeah yeah uh so anyways i'm just setting up i was a little bit on high alert okay you know? yeah yeah Okay, you're, you're that's good yeah got a couple good stories in here those are good ones and you, you had another Can I ever story. Tell you a story about when i puked in my pants I don't think so. What was the one? I don't want to lose I'll the tell one. You that next time. I'll I don't want to lose one. Though you, I didn't write fucking write it down because I'm a fool. Um, you said, "Hey, I got a really great story to tell you later." You might have already told it because these are all wonderful. But was that it? No, you mentioned f this one or that one. I don't know. I wrote down fest because I I oh. wanted to talk to you about fest. But okay, I'll talk about fest. And then I wrote down space. Uh, I wrote down space. We already kind of talked about that because I was thinking about the idea of like with a song. And I forget what you said that made me think of it, but giving <coughs> giving the listener time to digest something. If you hit something really hard, I was just talking with Graham Sharp from Steep Canyon Rangers about this two days ago. How like I just wrote a song about a kid that I mentored who was shot in the back and killed during some gang violence. Your it's, friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kid that I knew really well. Oh, man. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was really, really close with him. This is years ago. Um, and, it, and it's devastating. And when I, like, when I wrote it, it just poured out of me. It, it happened two weeks ago. I'm not that he was shot years ago, but the song happened two weeks ago. And when I wrote it, it just. I can Stream show of you. consciousness. Yeah. It just was there. You this know what it? I mean? Yeah, that's oh, it. Yeah. And it just came out, right? It's funny you say this. I'm with you. Keep going. So, but I was thinking about, because there's a line in there where it says. Um, oh, yeah. I can't read that. My, I, I'm blind. He says, uh, it says, so the first time I sing the chorus, it says, 
um, bow your head for young Demontre, let his plight sink in. And then there's another, there's more lines, right? But I, as I was singing it, like the fourth or fifth time I was, I was going through it, I was like, Phew. I mean, even right now, you see me kind of get choked up, right? Yeah. Like, as I was singing, I was like, God damn, I'm going to hit people with that and then go to another line. Yeah. So then when I was playing, I just naturally just played another, you know, another two or three chords. I just sort of like a beat or two just mm -hmm. to get like myself really a moment. And it yeah. made me think about that need for yeah. space. Yeah. And I don't remember what you said earlier. Oh, that's good. Think about it, but for sure. Space is good. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. Uh, yeah. There we go. Let me think of another thing. <laughs> uh, Gary Shandling. Uh huh. You know, I uh -huh. mean, like he just always had space and pauses, and he talked about that a lot. He turned, uh, he became a very Zen guy. Right. Um, yeah, just a lot of things that we're talking about. Me and Jason were, were talking about oh, today cool. about these kinds of songs, though, too. Like I said, that there's this new song that I have that, uh, like, I was cleaning up my phone of pictures and. And, and going through voice notes, songs yeah, and stuff on uh -huh. the plane, because that's all I could really do. Uh, so when I take a long plane ride, I always go through all my voice notes. Oh, and smart. And I label shit, and I do all that kind of busy work, you know, and because uh, I can't sleep. There's nothing else you can do. Yeah. That's great. But I heard a thing. Do you know Teenage Ball Rocket? Uh, do you know that band? I don't think so. Oh. Well, what is it? It's called Teenage Bottle Rocket. No. There's a band, and then this new record that just came out is called Stay Rad. And uh, that last seven inch I put out mm -hmm. is when we lost Brandon. There's an Armchair Martian song that in the middle, I was making jokes about Bad Religion. Mm -hmm. You know the band Bad mm -hmm, Religion? Mm -hmm, He's always mm -hmm. like, when they, <laughs> <laughs> stay rad, uh -huh. stay rad. Yeah. So I would always say get rad and stay rad. And uh -huh. guitar solo parts, you know, like whenever someone would be like, and give it up for the steel man. Yeah, and now yeah, on yeah. the fiddle. Yeah, so yeah. I'd always, I always used to just go, get rad, stay <laughs> rad. You know, like and move over uh, yeah. to the other guy. And I wrote this song that I called Stay Rad. But uh -huh. I have, this doesn't matter at all to you because you don't know them, but this would be nice if you knew it. Um, we're always making up funny little notes. That's why I have to clean up my voice notes because I think I'm a comedian. Yeah. And we, and, but sometimes we write good songs, you know, sure. like on my voice. I, like I'll just show, there's like 300, you know, good ideas yeah. on here. And it's uh, his, his brother telling me almost at the same time, like Jinx, buy me a Coke, that the title of the new record is called Stay Rad and the title of the song that I wrote is called Stay Rad. Wow. And it was kind of an amalgam of people that we lost like it started with one specific thing but it was one verse and this is where it ties into your thing like it just seized right there like there was really nothing nowhere else for, for me to go with that song anymore until Damn. there was a little more tragedy and it just kind of reminded me and then the song just kind of picked up again as I was playing it wow you know it didn't take four years to write it but you know it took but it needed four days that happened over the span of four years, you know, and it right. had other stuff in it. And I was calling it Stay Rad. I don't think I'm going to call it Stay Rad now because they put out that record and that makes more sense. Yeah. But uh, that goes with yeah, the song that yeah. I wrote for the guy that we lost, though. I yeah. wrote in the time it takes to hear the song. 
about 30 minutes after he was, you know, damn, gone. It was rough. Yeah. And but I'm not going to talk like that's already out there. And I've said that before. And uh, a friend of mine that's a songwriter that I uh, really respect told me that, yeah, I probably shouldn't have should have maybe kept that a secret. Interesting. You know, I, yeah, I don't understand that, though. Why? Because is is his argument that the song needs to speak for itself? Is it that uh, simple or is it? I don't know. Because I think like so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe because because that gets brought up to me some a lot, you know. But it's I think it's a way though that people like to kind of talk you know, positively about something negative that happened. Yeah, know? if it's a deeply personal song like that, I don't. I like it's not going to affect what what I assign to it. So if if I already care about the song and it means something different to me, hearing your story behind it isn't going to affect. For me, at least, it's not mm-hmm. going to affect the, the attachment I already have to it. The if it's a song that's just like, yeah, see, no, I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but like, I'm kind of interested in that process and what led you there. It's if I heard that song and it meant something to me, it I, it would still mean whatever that whatever I'd attach to it, even if I knew the whole story. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Um, that's perfect is this good yeah i think that's perfect i don't think i mean we can keep talking all night no i'd love to talk to you doors happened and uh okay i think you go do stuff well i'd like to uh i'd like to see the guys that are playing yeah you know what i mean eight o'clock okay yeah let's get in there right yeah for sure thanks for talking to me man thank you so much i'm so glad this came together it came together so quickly and i'm glad it happened it did come together quickly. Yeah. Did I, uh, fuck, space, buddy. Yeah, Twi- Twitter, man. The Twitter box brought us together Twitter. this time. Have I told you about taste, though? No. Taste? Shh. <laughs> I'll tell you about taste later. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Dude, thank you. You're not waking up until the moonlight sunk. While I'm sleeping off till the daylight's dust I wish that we were Eskimos But never have to let you go Till the sunrise fills the spring skies John Snodgrass, y'all. Thank you so much to John for sharing your art and time with us. And thank you so much for that gym <laughs> that you sent me. I just think it's so fun. And I hope this starts some sort of uh, like a, a trend or um, a ritual at the Marinade where guests will uh, record their favorite covers and say things about them or whatever in the world just happened there. I'm so thankful for you, John. And, and I love how wacky you approach the world and that you continue to create incredible music uh, go out and get john's records y'all they're wonderful every one of them 
um, he, you know, he's so modest about some of that stuff, but it, it really is first rate songwriting across the board. He's an incredible guy and an incredible creative. And I'm so grateful, uh, for John and for his music. Thank you all so much for listening. It is a pleasure to get to make this show and, um, you all help make that happen. If you like what we're doing, just please subscribe on your podcast app. Um, give us a rating if you really like what we're doing and tell a friend those are all free ways you can really help the show head over to marinadepodcast.com for all things marinade including our website exclusive episodes conversations that may not make sense as feature episodes but that nonetheless deserve to be heard and we've had a lot of activity over there recently our latest episode on the website is with megan hayes whose record seen enough levers is one of our favorites of 2019 Uh, check out that conversation we went really deep and um, covered a lot of ground and then also check out her record if you really like uh, what you hear from that conversation get a copy of her record she's amazing and uh, the record is too if you're really digging what we're doing and you want to interact with the show on a deeper level, consider joining our Patreon community. For just a few dollars a month, you can access our Patreon-exclusive content, like um, the show Jason's Journey, where I talk about moments that have shaped my creative life. Uh, just recently, I started brainstorming sort of like uh, a guest wish list, and I shared that with our patrons. I also opened that up after a few days of, of Patreon-exclusive access so if you want to check that out to kind of see what those interactions look like um if you're considering contributing check that out if not i totally get it just keep listening and spreading the word all right y'all it's time for what i'm getting down on it's the portion of the show where i talk about the art that is inspiring me right now so many great records coming my way i've been devouring uh, chuck hawthorne's new record it doesn't come out till july 26 so i'm not going to say too much about it but there will be a lot more coming on marinadepodcast.com from Chuck. Um, the record is called Fire Out of Stone. There are a couple of singles out that are available now. Just search Chuck Hawthorne and check that out. You're really going to want to hear this record. Lots of uh, Guy Clark vibes and James McMurtry vibes on it. Um, our website exclusive episode where I got to catch up with Chuck will come out uh, in about mid-July, so stay tuned for that. I've also been listening to the new Tyler, the creator, uh, Igor totally different direction for him i've really been into his music for a long time but i'm digging that uh that new release from him i just finished reading rod picott's uh, collection of short stories out past the wires it took me like a day and a half i couldn't put it down um and there's also a companion record by the same name so you can get even more lost in the world of the rich world of rod picott's characters and I am mourning the end of Chernobyl. That series really hit me hard. Um, but I did get a, a dose of show creator and writer Craig Mazin on his podcast, Script Notes. I have started writing a novel myself. It's been a fun but very challenging creative process. And um, the, the, the podcast, Script Notes, he talks about how to write a movie script. And he gave some great advice. So if, if you're a writer of any kind or a creative of any kind, it's worth your listen um, just to kind of hear the way his, his thought process goes. Thank you all so much for listening. I so greatly appreciate all of your love and support. John Snodgrass, y'all. JohnSnodgrass.com, MarinadePodcast.com for all things marinade. Until next time, go out and create something. Cheers, y'all. <laughs>